Welcome to the Freedom Wealth Audio Experience. I've been getting to the money. Everybody man. I'm Jacob Cornell. And I'm Brandon Neal. And this is Cashing Out with the Kids. So today we have a special guest, Andy Dowdell. He is a legend here at Walsh University. And he got a day off from work, so he decided to stop in and join the Freedom Wealth Audio Experience today. How are you doing, Andy? I'm good. I'm good. Thank you guys for uh, having me on today. Yeah, of course. Uh, and for that great intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, like I said, Andy graduated here in the spring, um, and he's since then been looking for a job in the field that he was studying. And uh, we're going to kind of turn it over to him and see how that search has been going. Yeah, I mean, it's a uh, it's a long process, yeah, <laughs> uh, to say the least. But uh, you know, you know, you you know that going yeah. in, I mean, graduating and yeah. everything, yeah. it's going to be a long process and it's going to be strenuous at points. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just important to you know stay motivated throughout all of it. Don't yeah. get discouraged from <laughs> it. Um, and you, yeah, you just gotta you just gotta stick with it for the time being. That's where I'm at right now. Sure. Yeah. So when you graduated, what was the, the process or like, who were you contacting? How many people did you contact? Cause I know mm-hmm. a lot of, uh, a lot of people that I actually like have talked to that ended up actually getting jobs. Yeah. Like they didn't apply to nearly as many places as they should have no, and sure. their opportunities could have been better. So I'd like to, mm-hmm. to maybe hear from you, even though I know you said you don't have like the career path that you want fully mm-hmm. yet, how are you setting yourself up to like achieve like the you know, the, the ultimate goal of this is the career path I want to be in. So like, wh- how many places did you apply? Where did you apply? Right, um, and that, that's a good point you made, saying how people mo- most likely don't do the amount of, pre- the right amount of preparation yeah. while they're in school <laughs> to, you know, once they <laughs> yeah. graduate and everything, and I was, I'm in that same boat, I guess. Um, and it's not necessarily a bad thing, yeah. so to speak, as long as you keep the right mindset. Um, but yeah, right away, I mean, I had, I, I had a, great internship with Akron Police Department for my final semester and uh, I got a lot of uh, did a lot of networking there and everything um, and then right after I graduated you know uh, that's when I started doing my applications which is probably a little late than what you want I mean because I, 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 we, we were in season for track yeah. and everything and I was at that, dealing with that internship and everything so mm-hmm. um, you know I put in those applications in right away and for me, I guess at the start to at the start of the summer, I, I might have been too particular, okay, and what I wanted to apply for. Yeah, and because my ultimate goal is always uh, federal level agencies, mm-hmm. which are very difficult to get into, and I put in like five or six applications within like the first month, which isn't which isn't too much. Yeah, but trying to find the right spot and everything, what yeah. you want to do, that's that's all that's available, especially. Um, with how fast the applications can disappear too. Like they'll go up on a Monday, my friend will text me, hey, look at this job. And I remember this is the first time happening, he's like, secret service position just opened up. I was like, all right, I'll tweak my resume a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I went to go like two days after that and the job posting was already down because wow. it filled up over a thousand applicants in two days. That's so wow. yeah, you can't really sit on there. You can't hide behind time there. You gotta get you gotta get on those applications. And since then, you know, you gotta, you get the, the routine of checking out, checking the job postings after yeah. work every day and everything, yeah. see what's new. Um, just keep putting in new applications yeah. <laughs> as so best as I can. How have you been able to kind of tweak what you're looking for to put yourself in a better position to actually find a job? Mm-hmm. 
So the big thing is go through all these websites that for the, the careers that you're looking for, the mm -hmm. jobs that you're applying, and they all have different, right, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> they all have little. Yeah, tip all, of the day, apply to places that you want to work at. Yeah, it's basic, but good important. Yeah. To live by there. Um, yeah, so you go through and see what different tweaks they are. Some, some want like PDF format stuff and everything. Yeah. Others like Word document won't even like upload with them. Um, and you just got to make like minor adjustments to what courses you took throughout mm. Your time at school and everything—they highlight the ones that would be most relevant. Obviously, yeah. mm -hmm. um, there's no point in having your religion class that you took. <laughs> you know, you mean they your, don't care about your, that. Yeah, right. really? I paid good money for that class. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. So there's no no point to have that class on there. So you want to highlight, put those put those up front yeah. uh, at the towards the top of the resume because you know a lot of times if they're looking through there if they they don't even see that you have the relevant coursework, yeah. then mm -hmm. they're not even going to bother with their time. Yeah. And that, that being said, too, a lot of stuff go, is going through like ZipRecruiter and these online uh, resume scanners and yeah. everything that don't even, a human doesn't even see yeah. the resume. So you got to be sure you get these, you know, these hot topic words that they're looking mm, for right. and everything on, on your resume. So there's little adjustments you got to make with each application. And, yeah. yeah. Um, just be sure you're doing the right ones. For mm. sure. So you said you were looking at federal positions previously. <clears throat> um, are you looking more local now? or? Yeah, so there's definitely a, um, a change in mindset mm. once. And I mean, I knew this. I, I have backup plans and everything once I yeah. graduate and everything. I'm still obviously applying to those jobs. Mm -hmm. But the thing with those is that they take they can take up to eight months to a year to process those applications for the federal level agencies. Wow. So, and yeah, you don't want to be here twiddling your thumbs that whole time oh. for a position that... <laughs> you might not even get. Yeah, exactly. I'm probably yeah. not going to get what, because there's interagency uh, yeah. travel mm -hmm. and everything. So, um, yeah, so my mindset's kind of started to shift towards more of the local route okay. and looking at, like, police academy and, uh, or still the military route as well. Mm. But um, I think it's important that you recognize going into your job search that you might not be going down, you might not get on that career path that you set out for right yeah. away yeah. and you got to continue to develop the skills that they're looking for because obviously mm -hmm. as a college graduate I don't have the tactical skills that necessarily that hmm. you know these 20-year veterans have that are for applying sure. for the same job yeah. so yeah. Um, you got to be sure to continually develop skills and find different ways to do that yeah so so I would like to expand a little bit more on the kind of like the list that you're making mm -hmm. how did you narrow down I want to go here I want to go there or I want to go federal because I know a lot of mm -hmm. people they get too stuck on I want to go to, uh, for me, accounting. It, it's usually the big four, and they get stuck up on the big four, and they don't look at other great firms outside mm -hmm. of the big four. So mm -hmm. where do you kind of put, like, your dream list, kind of like the, the unicorn right. that you want to catch, but there's no way you'll ever get it on maybe, a, a, like, on a whim, you somehow get the job? And then how do you put, like, the, the one and the two realistic and then so on and so forth? Like, right. what was the process with that? So I'm still obviously going through that process. And that was the same thing when I talked with a uh, special agent from the FBI. She said, don't be so one-track minded with this mm -hmm. because it is such a difficult difficult thing. And you want to expand your horizons because um, they're, they're not necessarily looking for that particular thing. They want to see you see different experiences, mm -hmm. not necessarily just on, based on that career track. So um, I'm still like expanding on that right now. Um, and sorry, I just... <laughs> <laughs> Repeat the question. 
Uh, it, just like how do you how do you make like a list? Because I know lots of people mm. get stuck up on like the dream right. list and then right. their realistic list. So yeah, going through those jobs on the websites and everything, you'll see you'll see the postings like. There's obviously always that special agent job that, you know, that's a, personally at the top of my yeah. list is that job, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, you can put in an application for that. I mean, even if you meet the minimum requirements, and you should, yeah. in my opinion, it takes time away from those other jobs that you should be looking at with that mm -hmm. are listed as like recent graduates that mm -hmm. don't have that, you know, necessarily the experience that uh, you might not have or might have already at that point. Um, so... You, you just don't want to waste your time with uh, applications that you know aren't going to most likely follow through. And I've done a couple of those. I, I put one in for an environmental scientist because <laughs> I, I have a, I mean, I'm in, in, interested in that. But um, yeah. looking back, I'm like, well, that was pointless. You know? <laughs> it's like the cheesy quote. It's like, if you shoot for the stars, right, you exactly. at least hit the moon. <laughs> right. And so you, you hit that point where you're just like, you're scrolling through and you're like, oh, shoot, I see. That sounds interesting. Let's do that. But then you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> maybe not. Yeah, maybe. Right. Not. <laughs> that, that's probably not. That's probably not for me. As much as yeah. I'd like to, um, but it's you, you always want to see. You always want to put in those applications for the job that you're looking. That ultimate career goal. Um, but you also have to be reasonable with jobs. You might have to. You're gonna have to take a starter job. Yeah. At some point, for the well, most likely, and there's something to that. We're so young that we can try new things and right. take yeah. an environmental science job when we were a criminal justice major, <laughs> yeah. because maybe you end up loving it. And exactly. even if you don't, so you wasted a year of of your time, but you learned so many new things. So you didn't really mm -hmm. waste it. It's just a little different path, right? No, and yeah. that's that's so. what they're looking for. And then this goes across any job too. Yeah, they want to see you actively trying to develop new new skills that might not necessarily be relevant yeah. to what to what you're applying for, but um, you're, de you're still willing to develop, start something new and develop mm -hmm. new skills, which is mm -hmm. always a, a positive. Yeah. It's yeah. awesome. So tell us a little bit how you've been able to leverage the internship that you mentioned with Akron PD and mm -hmm. job search. Yeah. So obviously internship when you're in college is one of the best things you can do. It's yeah. highly recommended, but anyone mm -hmm. I would say, um, you got to take advantage of those. Um, uh, but you network a lot. Yeah through those positions. And especially I was blessed with going to Akron, which is a very large department. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of different relations that they have there. Yeah. And they're always willing to help too. Mm. Like it's not like once you're done with your internship, you're cut <laughs> off. You know, th 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 I would venture to say that this is, and in, in, in any internship you mm -hmm. go to, yeah. um, you got to maintain those relationships and they're always willing to help. And I still get, you know, I'll still text uh, my old like advisor there mm. and everything be like, hey, uh, just checking in, see how things are going, um, and then they'll give you they'll give me heads ups on like any positions that are opening, or okay. they'll 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 set me up with uh, different meetings. Um, I met with uh, old advisor or old officer from the department um, who just had a bunch of relations, bunch of you know knowledge and experience yeah. that can just benefit me. Even though it's not a job, it's still you're still learning from this guy who's mm -hmm. had a bunch of experience. Yeah. Um, so you just gotta. That internship was extremely valuable with my time there and still is, obviously. Yeah. With, like I said, being a department that big, um, they got people everywhere sure. yeah. at, at sure. this point. It's awesome. So, switching gears a little bit, mm -hmm. um, being a recent college grad that hasn't found a full-time position in the field of study yet, um, how's it been living with your parents again, you know? That's, that's, a, that's something right. that we don't talk about. But no, it's people, a people don't people. want it. It's a, it's, a, it's a heavy reality for a lot of people. Um, 
and at first you're like, all right, you know, it's it's a smart it's a smart decision. It is. 100%. It's you know, you're not mm-hmm. having to pay rent um, for the most part. Maybe you do. Um, <laughs> You're not having to pay rent, and your loans haven't hit yet necessarily because your grace period mm. um, hasn't kicked or hasn't ended yet. Um, and you get to those home cooked meals. <laughs> yeah, always, yeah, that's what I was waiting for. That's what I was waiting for. Exactly. Um, but it's still, it's definitely an adjustment. Um, and I'm at that point right now where I'm ready to kind of yeah you know, get out of there a little bit. Not, you know, it's a love hate thing. You don't really want to, but <laughs> mm-hmm. at a certain point, you're gonna have to. For sure. Um, it's an adjustment still because you're an adult now yeah. at this mm-hmm. point. You're not a teenage self. <laughs> yeah. relying on, you're an adult. And uh, for the most part, my parents respect that too. They, yeah. they don't hold me. They don't necessarily treat me like a child. I got to pull my own weight there too mm-hmm. and everything, clean, cooking, doing chores and stuff. But they also respect, they don't try to hold me in on the weekends or something like yeah. that. Like go live your life. They, for sure. They want to see you succeed and yeah. have a social life. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's what I'll be doing once I graduate and get my job. I'll be living with my parents. I mean, right. it's, 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 there's it's a stigma so, with it. oh yeah. I mean, it, there's right. so much that you can do with it. Right. Uh, I mean, if so you're, if your parents are right. willing to, to give you the opportunity mm-hmm. to live with them, I would almost always take it at least at the onset. Um, if, if right. it doesn't work out for you, cause I'll be driving 40 minutes every day from my parents' house. So we'll see how that works out. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. um, the, the economic benefits that you get from it. Like the money you save, right. like you could save, um, like we talked about my brother, like a couple weeks ago, yeah. he's saving up for a ring. He's living with my parents. Mm. Like that's, that's something you could buy for sure. uh, rather than paying for rent yeah. or a down payment on a home. Mm-hmm. I mean, you name it, literally anything. Yeah. I mean, think about it. So say an average apartment's $500 a month in rent. It doesn't include your own internet, your own utilities or anything like that. So say you're paying 800 bucks a month. Now you times that by 12, you're looking at Ninety six hundred dollars a year. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot of things you could do with that. You could start investing that money, set yourself mm-hmm. up for the future. Mm-hmm. Like you mentioned, get a down payment going. Yeah. Um, so if you have that relationship with your parents, and it makes sense for where you want to be working, then go home. Yeah. Like, save that money. Yeah. Don't be ashamed of it. <laughs> no. Like most people yeah. are like, oh, yeah, I gotta live with my parents. No, dude, that's yeah. <laughs> one, it's nor- it's a lot more normal than you think. Yeah. And mm-hmm. two, it's it's the right financial. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah. There's a, hold on, I got a stat here. Where is it? 63% of um, recent graduates are back living with their parents. So it's not like, yeah. Yeah. it's not like people aren't doing it. So right. don't, don't feel like you're the only one going home. I don't, yeah. I mean, yeah, it, as an adult, you don't want to say, I still love my parents, but you just graduated in college. Yeah. You know? Right, right. <laughs> like, yeah. You're searching for a job and everything. It's not like you're just bumming off of them. Right. And I, I mean, hope not, even, even if you do, I mean, even if you do have a job, uh, I mean, I mean, 63%, there's got to be a, a percentage in there that does have full-time. Yeah. Just because you have the money mm-hmm. doesn't mean you should spend the exactly. money. Yeah. So exactly. even if you do have a full-time job, don't, don't uh, think pressure. this, yeah, don't think that this isn't for you. Because even if you do, save up for a little bit. My brother has a full-time job. Yeah. He's living with my parents mm-hmm. to save up for a ring and a down payment. So just think about this, chew on it, and if it works best for you and your parents are willing to help you out, always take yeah. advantage yeah, of that. Definitely. Yeah. I've got a buddy that's, uh, I think he's 25 now, still is at home. Um, he, he did the whole, started college, never finished, wasn't, wasn't really thinking it was for him. Tried a couple different majors, um, racked up some student debt, but never got a degree. Mm-hmm. Uh, thought about going to ministry school and then eventually settled on the railroad. So now he's making 
50 plus K a year, yeah. but he's still living at home with his parents because he's paying down his debt. Yeah. He also um, tore his ACL not too long ago, so he had medical bills there. Oh, so sure. paying those off, living home, living at home, those are things that would be significantly harder if he would have gone out and got his own place just because he had a full-time job. Mm-hmm. So like you were saying, just because you have a job doesn't mean that living at home, if you have that relationship, isn't for you. Yeah. So, And I'm not saying live with your parents forever, right? Eventually <laughs> you grow up and get a yeah. family and whatnot, but it can be a good way to start your uh, financial life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was going to add something on, on top. Your friend sounds just like one of my friends too. Really? Yeah. Um, but I would also I would also add, I mean, some people don't have the if their parents are sick or something yeah. like that, mm. maybe they want to live at home. Like, there's nothing wrong with that either. Yeah. Sure. So, like, someone, yeah. if you got to take care of your parents or your family, something along those lines mm-hmm. makes complete sense as well. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, Andy, uh, I, I didn't know if Brandon had anything else no. to ask you, but, yeah, I mean, that's that's awesome. Thank you for your time, and uh, yeah. I'm sure this will help out a lot of people. Well, yeah, because, I mean, like we said, this is this – is, your situation is really the average yeah, recent common. situation. <laughs> right. So. It's, right. It's very common. You hear you're, a lot you're of the, the success. 63, you're the 63%. Right. So. You hear the success <laughs> stories, which is what, yeah. which is what uh, you know, that'll get highlighted. But mm-hmm. you don't hear the uh, normal story, yeah, so, I guess, yeah. for the most part. So yeah. even, <laughs> even if for nothing else, at least now our audience will know they're not the only ones in their situation. No. Yeah. You're I'll a little older. You're a little wiser. So yeah. we figured we'd ask you. Right. Yes. Just continue to develop skills and move on. Yeah. You know? Sure. All right. Thanks, Andy. We appreciate you uh, showing up on Cashing Out with the Kids today. Uh, This has been another episode, and we really appreciate you guys tuning in. If you guys enjoyed this content, please, please, please do share it. Uh, We're on Apple Podcasts now, Spotify. Uh, Follow us on YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and subscribe to our blog. We're putting out a lot of great content there. And thank you again. And thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you, Andy. Appreciate it, Andy.